The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, guys. Week 12 game previews, offensive points. What's up? Guys, I am here with my partners in crime. We got Josh. You can follow him at Josh Hall. And Billy, you can follow him at Ombre Vendor. You can follow me at OP Economist if you want. And give our crew a follow at Semi-Pro Fantasy and IDP Army. You can chat with us live Saturday mornings on YouTube. IDP Army, shoot a, come shoot the shit with us. Click the subscribe button. We, uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. But we have, uh, we have our game previews. So week 12 game previews, guys. What are you thinking? Good week, bad week, Thanksgiving week? It's Thanksgiving. Right. It's going to be a good it's week. Thanksgiving. All right, time out. Bad. Okay, so I understand that football hasn't been perfect and football hasn't been this or it hasn't been that and there's been some weird weeks. But I am actually excited about this Thanksgiving slate of games. And you want to know why I'm excited about these, this slate of games? Can I tell you? Because you're desperate. No, I actually don't have that many people playing. Joe, on the other hand, in one of our leagues, has literally his entire fucking team going on Thanksgiving, which will be interesting. Should but, be fun. Um, no, so okay, so you got the Bears playing the Lions, which yeah, if you if you heard that six weeks ago, you've been like, damn, well, that's a stupid game. But all right, the Lions are one of those teams that keeps losing by like twelve or like three points or one point or you know a field goal by sixty six yards, and the Bears don't have Justin Fields, and the Bears have you know done their thing, so that's going to be a close game. And then you got the Cowboys and the Raiders and the Cowboys are missing the top two wide receivers. Most likely. I don't know about CD lamb and the Raiders are one of those teams that like is still in playoff position and they could easily just figure their game out. Like, which is giving the ball to Drake and utilizing Darren Waller. So therefore they could have a good game. And then we got the, I like how you clearly have Kenyon Drake on your team. And that's why you mentioned they need to get Kenyon Drake the ball every week. No, I, I, this is, this is a natural thing, but yes, I have Kenyon Drake on a couple teams. Okay. We can tell. I mentioned Kenyon Drake, even though Josh Jacobs is the number one running back on that team. Look at the, he's got to be number two to Mr. KP. 
Look at the stats. And then anyway, Buffalo's been playing like shit lately, and New Orleans might potentially, hopefully, goddamn, I really hope, have Kamara back. And yeah, you can tell that I have Kamara. Uh, but I'm just saying that game might that game might suck. But um, the other two, I think, are actually going to be close games. And honestly, it's just one of those things that like they might all just be close games because it's the way this year's gone. New Orleans might figure their shit out all of a sudden and just beat Buffalo Bills. So, like it's going to be a close in a bad way, in my opinion. Honestly, well, I get it. It's not perfect, but at least it'll be like. Close Whatever the games. under is for that Lions Bears game, I would hammer that. I don't know though, because the defenses, no offense to the Bears, have been really bad. So naturally, I would, I might just be one of those shootout games. And the Lions actually historically a shootout have, game. Well, I don't know Between if you can call the Bears it a shootout. And the Lions. Pew, 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 pew. They're shooting twenty twos, but they're still shooting. <laughs> All right, well, shit. Let's hop into this. Let's here. get into the game previews. We're gonna start off first game of Thanksgiving. I'm gonna have. My whiskey mule. I'm gonna be sitting there watching too, my Chicago Bears traveling to the house that Ford built. They need to rename this damn stadium to the House of the Walking Dead for this game, as Matt Nagy hopefully has seen his last days as the Bears coach. Um, Andy Dalton's gonna start this one. Mooney's been limited with a foot injury, but he was last week too. Um, so he should put up some numbers. Hopefully, he sees 16 targets again and catches five more than he did last week. That would be awesome. Um Andy Dalton really likes Marquise Goodwin. Uh, he did all preseason. He always, he was always throwing him. So uh, he's kind of a sneaky daily play for me. So keep keep an eye out for that. Uh, David Montgomery should crush the Lions defense. They're giving up over 115 yards a game to the running back position. So it looks like Jerry Goss going to get the start. That's what they're saying. Um, but It'll be interesting. The Bears are without Mac Hicks and Eddie Jackson again. So I think DeAndre Swift has a good game. The Bears are pretty singing against the run, but we are passed on very easily. So Swift should have a good one. Hopefully Hawkinson gets some work in this one. I'm really getting tired of that, dude. Um, And uh, honestly, I'm really interested to see how Josh Reynolds performs if Goff does play. I think that was a solid addition for this team. Uh, So he might be a good dynasty sash uh, or in super deep leagues. I think the Bears should win this one, but it really depends on if they uh, they come out to play, which they have not recently. So my start is Montgomery. My sneaky start is Marquise Goodwin. My sit is Hawkinson. If you have anyone better, I know tight end sucks, but Bears have been pretty good against the tight end. And my stop is, again, Matt Nagy. I think it's been my stop every time I've covered this team. So one more week, baby. <laughs> one more week. <laughs> That's fair. I, all that seems fair. Um, I hope. I hope. I hope your Bears can pull this out, Joe, because we really don't need your your Thanksgiving to start out like this. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually spending Thanksgiving with my father for the first time in a few years. Uh, actually, that's not true. I did last year because COVID was weird. But it is oven is Christmas now fixed. And my dad actually did help me fix my oven. So I think he like scored some brownie points. Get it? Because you cook brownies in an oven. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, that was a bad pun. That was a bad pun. But in general, so I I did draft a fantasy football team, which is my second best fantasy football team on his boat in the middle of a lake that I kept telling him to know we can't anchor here. We got to anchor over there. And I think he lost his shit. And that's one of my best fantasy teams. And I've watched him burn a jersey. I've watched the Lions lose on Thanksgiving pretty much my entire life, which is all of 30 years at this point. And man, has that man seen like one good Thanksgiving? And I think this is the one. I'm sorry. That's why I wore the Detroit <laughs> shirt. See, oh, okay. I was born on Thanksgiving, so it's kind of my holiday. So 
That is fair. We have a very wow. good historic rivalry on Thanksgiving and fantasy, and I will fix that next year. No, Damn, I'll sorry. tell you though. I'll yeah, tell you how we got away from my that. holiday. Probably the seventeen week thing. I want the Lions episode. to win. I do too. Oh, well, I want, because I, I want them to nail in Nagy's call. I want, I want them to nail, them to nail in Nagy. I, I'm honestly, cheering for the Lions. Even if the game. even if the Bears were to figure their shit out, like and they made it to the playoffs at this point, they're not winning anything. So like really it's just like it's one of those things where like you're a team like the Browns thinking that they're gonna win the championship and then just getting more disappointed, you know. So I don't think naturally, the Bears are gonna win a championship. No, I was talking <laughs> about the Browns. I really wanted to point it at Billy. Anyway, well, Billy, no. go ahead. Okay. It's just hateful. All right, I'll go down <laughs> to my Thanksgiving Day, Las Vegas versus Dallas. So going into this game, Dallas kind of coming off an inexplicable offensive production, and then Las Vegas getting kind of housed by Cincinnati. So this is, I wouldn't say this is a must win for both teams, but it's definitely a game that both teams need to uh, not sleep on. So my start for this game is actually Zeke, if he plays, and Pollard. So I think the way to beat Dallas, or not Dallas, beat Las Vegas is on the ground. And with you have both running backs, or if it's just Pollard, I think that's the way to go. You don't need Dak throwing the ball. I would appreciate Dak throwing the ball, but with his wide receivers being shaky, out there i don't you know other than schultz maybe i don't really feel confident in any of them as far as starters maybe gallup but even he kind of looked a little shaky last week um i said for this week it's it's only if you have a better option and it's Kenyon drake so i think there's a, a definitely a path for Kenyon drake to be good in this game however i think if you have a better option maybe you look to that direction but at this point in the season you probably either don't or it's a 50 50 anyway you have um, to have a better option than Kenyon drake i would think I so didn't. but who knows and, and that's see and that's the problem i think some people might so not. sad if you, if, exactly it's sad for a lot of people uh in my stop for this game is stop assuming that dak is just a set and forget quarterback so he has had a couple of these games where he just kind of sleepwalks through the game and he doesn't really put up good points. The running backs get involved, or he's just not having a good game. He was hurt, so I, I you know, we'll give him a time to figure it out. But this week, Las Vegas, they got a pretty good secondary. I would not trust him this week. And I think that you going forward, if there's if you're thinking between like Cam Newton and Dak, like you really got to think who's got the better matchup, in my opinion. Which Dak I thought was just a set and forget quarterback. I do not think he is any longer. That's that's bold, man. I'm not gonna lie. I think he but is, Bill. I, I mean, I I, I think that you that probably don't have a team. different. I think you don't have a different option, so you probably have to. But like, if you had Cam Newton this week, I'd consider playing Cam Newton over Dak I'm, for sure. I'm not gonna lie. In most leagues I'm in, I always make sure I have two quarterbacks because there's usually 14 or 16 good quarterbacks, and nobody worries about the backups. And well, yeah, obviously, but if you have yes, like you Trevor Lawrence. Like, would you oh, that's start Carson Wentz over Dak? Who they playing this week? Who's Carson playing? Tampa Bay. No. Well, actually, I actually probably be would because their secondary is god awful, horrible um, in Tampa. No, so. I'd, play, I'd play Dak. I'd play Dak. I think he's I well without wide receivers. I actually don't think I would. Wide man. Receivers, Jonathan man. Taylor is not going to get five touchdowns in every That'd game. That'd be bold. Carson Wentz could Gerald, man. Carson Wentz could definitely get a couple of God, touchdowns I, I this week. See, my, my problem is in our league, and I don't think we Dak's lose points get... for sacks and we lose points for fumbles and all that nonsense with the quarterback. So I could see Wentz on his ass quite a bit this game, which would oh, that's lose point. some points. But 
I mean, I, shit, Max de- Crosby. The problem like is, the problem too. is, I think it's a question. That's definitely a question. It wasn't it until you said that. Now I'm be pondering this shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Bro. All right. Anyway, let's Sorry get into that. let's get into the Thanksgiving night game. So after your more stuff than Riley Reed and have taken your after dinner nap or wake up or roll over and see the best game on the slate because the other two are garbage. Uh, the Thanksgiving night game. It's the Bills versus Saints. And the Bills just got absolutely embarrassed by the Colts on Sunday. And you have to imagine they're coming out with some anger on the Saints. And they just got stomped by the Eagles. So uh, I think both teams have a good run defense. I think we all can agree on that, except for last week where they both gave up 240-plus. Um, hopefully for the good of football, Kamara will be back for this game and find a few of those holes that Jonathan Taylor blasted open on uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super promised on that. I wrote this on Monday. I was kind of hoping to be. That's practicing. where the joke was supposed to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So my start was Troutman, but he died. So uh, I'm gonna go with Emmanuel Sanders. And you know why I'm gonna throw this out there? I'm gonna throw this out there because Diggs has been getting the ball a lot lately, and I just assume it's time for someone else. And this has nothing to do with me playing Danny this week, who uh, beat me in the championship last year with four, the four touchdown performance with Diggs. So fuck Diggs. And uh, start Emmanuel Sanders. And he's had a couple of weird weeks, and I just think he's back. Uh, my sit here is the Bills running backs. Uh, and it's not even because the Saints run defense is good. This is just because it's hard to predict if any of them will ever get more than 10 touches. Brita was literally their leading rusher last week for no reason. And Singletary does get the pass catching opportunities. I get that. But I would just leave these two or few on the bench until you're desperate. I mean, I, I get it if you don't. If this is your Kenyon Drake, like, and you have to, I get it. But I'm just, you're hoping they stumble into the end zone at this point. Uh, my stop here, and this one's a little late and has nothing to do with this game at all, but my stop is stop Jonathan Taylor. Like, bro, two or three. Yeah, I get it. You know, five touchdowns against the Bills defense. Best run defenses in the game or one of them. The game looked like if Derrick Henry was playing against preseason backups. Like, this makes no sense. And I, I, I'm not trying to make the Bills' defense feel any worse, but, man, that's got to hurt. Ain't that the truth? No, see, Derrick Henry did the same thing to him. Like, I don't know, what was that, five weeks ago? The Bills, I think he had three touchdowns. Is it the fact that their defense is good or they don't play quality running backs, and when they do, they get lit the fuck up? I mean, that's uh, a fair point. You're thinking Jets, Miami. Michael Carter put up 17 points against them. I mean, it was in garbage 14. time, but... 14. It was 17. In our league, it was 17. Oh, okay. Maybe it was 14 in a different league. My bad. I haven't been in a few leagues. Yeah, you're a big Michael Carter guy. I love it's me some Michael Carter, man. It's one to ponder. One to ponder. Did you know that Jonathan Taylor is the first running back to, I, in a long time, I can't even remember if there was another one, but to go eight games with 100 yards and uh touchdown? Did not know that. Yeah. AP's never done it. Derek Henry never did it. But speaking of Jonathan fucking Taylor. (laughs) Great segue. (laughs) Indy is playing Tampa at Lucas Oil. The over-under on this game is 51 and a half. Um, You're starting him, but he's not going to do the same thing against Tampa Bay that he did against the Bills. Um, But I need it. You're you're not getting it this week. But he'll have a good game. You're starting him. Um, Tampa's going to put up points really quickly, and Wentz is going to be forced to throw in this one. We already talked. Tampa's uh, defensive backs have been getting shredded all year. Um, Pittman's going to get it back on the rails this week. So get him back up in your lineup with confidence here. Um, the Tampa Bay side, 
I love Gronk this week. He had six for 71 in his return. Colts are kind of middle of the pack against the tight end, but Brady, that connection is just ridiculous. So he's getting started for his playoff run. I think Gronk's going to have a big one this week. Um, we are starting all Bucks players with confidence. Um, Arian said AB has a good chance to return this week. I haven't heard any updates to the contrary of that. Um, and the Ronald Jones touchdown that last week does not mean you should play him. Fournette is the back, and Indy's pretty decent against the run. So I don't see a lot of success for both of them, but Fournette has been getting it through the air. So I like him on that one. So we're going to start Pittman. We're going to sit Ronald Jones, and we are also going to stop Ronald Jones. I'm so tired of this dude. <laughs> I'm. So, I have Fournette on my team, man. I saw that. I saw that touchdown. I was just like, God, I, dude, I, I thought, thought it was Fournette. I, the he has the 27. I was time. like, Oh, sweet, that's Fournette. Fuck, no, it's Ronald. Goddamn Jones. <laughs> yeah, Fournette's the better player on that team, but they're. I think they're just resting until they get to the. Playoffs. As they should. But yeah, don't want to get anybody hurt. Okay, let's move on to Jacksonville versus Atlanta. So these teams both suck. I'll just let's just get, let's just <laughs> I get that. I apologize. I tried to let's, take a bad team too. I know there were some really bad games on nope, the slate. Let's just get that out of the way now. This is I'm pretty sure this is in the twelve o'clock window. And if you're taking a nap during this one, I do not blame you one bit. Um, so the start for this game, actually, before I even say my start for this game, can we just admit that Cordell Patterson is the only one holding up the Atlanta offense? They have not scored a touchdown since he went out of the game. They haven't scored since they scored a field goal while he was in there and they have not scored since he got out of the game. It's bad. Also, I have something to say about this game, but I'll let you finish. Okay. Well, so my start for this game is Patterson. If he plays. Um, I think that he is clearly a uh, linchpin in that offense to keep it going. And I think that he'll be used early and often. And it's really the only offense that they can generate because Kyle Pitts is either getting double covered he's or getting shadow covered, dude. It's he's bad. just, he's just not getting uh, targeted. Matt Ryan looks like he's lost all ability to play football. I don't know what Monstars universe he fell into but he can't even throw the ball anymore. It's just not looking good out there. Not to mention the receivers aren't very good either. Uh, my other start for this game is actually Trevor Lawrence. So I think if there's one game that I would feel comfortable, if you're missing Pat Mahomes, if you're missing Kyler Murray, probably we're missing Kyler Murray anyway. I might give Tre- Trevor Lawrence a look in this game. I think uh, there's a good one chance that he could play good in this one. Uh, Atlanta's defense has been getting lit up and – you know, if there is one week where Trevor Lawrence can get back things back on track, this could be it. Um, I sit for this game is Atlanta running backs. So I don't like other than Cordell Patterson. If Cordell Patterson plays, you play Atlanta running backs. But if he's not playing, you're yeah. not starting Mike Davis. You're not starting Gallman. Um, it looked like Olison was actually their their best running back last week, and nobody even played him. Nobody even considered him. Um, I he put, had a couple top man. He looked. He looked fast. He did, and I, I did like two underdog drafts for that night game uh, last Thursday, and nobody picked up uh, Olison to, to play. So I would not play him if Patterson if Patterson's playing. Obviously, you're starting him at running back. My stop for this game is please, Urban Meyer. I beg of you. Beg of you, stop underdeveloping Trevor Lawrence. So 
I have a quick next gen stat for you all. Trevor Lawrence has the worst completion percentage versus expected completion percentage in the league. Uh, Zach Wilson is below him, but Zach Wilson also hasn't played in three weeks, so he hasn't been able to put any stats up. Trevor Lawrence has played every game. He is only getting worse as the season goes on, and the stats back it up. I'm talking Geno Smith is better than him. I'm talking Blanco's better than him. Every quarterback that's played is, had been, has been better, even in their little small stints, than he has. It's Trevor Lawrence. It's Zach Wilson. Those are the worst completion percentages versus what their expected completion percentage to be is in the league. It's only getting worse, and his coach is letting him down. They've got to fire him. All right, so unrelated to all the things you've said, other than the fact that Kyle Pitts has been bad, I actually think Kyle Pitts is going to go off in this game, and it's mainly because of the lack of Jacksonville defense. Uh, the only thing I hope is that Rayshon, or what is it, Jack Rabbit Jenkins is covering him, and he punches him in the face. Um, I don't know if he's suspended. But I assume it's going to be a shadow coverage between him and Miles Jack or Damian Wilson. And I'm terrified. The only three tight ends that have done good against them are garbage tight ends. And this is why I'm scared. Noah Fant in week three, Uzama in week five, and Gasecki and company in week six, who just like fucking torched him. And I'm playing against him, against the guy who drafted him because I was wearing a Kyle Pitts jersey the day before. So I'm a little funny. ironically, which is the best part, but yeah, no, I am actually terrified of this because Danny's going to get like 50 points on Kyle Pitts this week against me. So to basically seal number one, live and seed. die by the pits, Josh. I know. And I'm going to wear the pits Jersey just for fun and sit next to him, but God damn, it's going to, so this hurt. is the week to start him in daily. Then I'm not going to lie. I actually do. So I told you guys that he was going to do bad these next three weeks, which was the last three weeks. And he didn't do good. But this was when I saw the schedule easy up on him. And, I mean, they were playing shadow coverage on him in pretty much, I think, all those games. I missed the one when I was in Vegas. But, um, yeah, no, that's what's been shutting him down because there's no other offensive weapons. Like, if Ridley was there, I don't think they could do that. But So, Jacksonville could try to do that. And I don't know if Jenkins got suspended or not after that punch, but it doesn't appear so. So, um, But, yeah, I don't, I don't really even trust him covering Pitts because Pitts is a good receiver, but he's just, you know. Not great. All right. Anyway, on to some lighter news because, you know. Anyway, so uh, Philly Giants. Uh, Eagles are coming off three straight games, playing at an elite level. And uh, let me just go ahead and say, Bill, this one's not for TikTok because fuck TikTok anyway. But also, no way I'm making it three minutes. Uh, But seeing these next five weeks, I'm going to actually kind of deep dive into this a little bit more. Uh, They should play well enough to win the majority, if not all of these, the three New York games and two Washington games. Uh, But it's... It's the Eagles, so I'm not really holding my breath. Uh, it's pretty great since we are doing this a day early due to Thanksgiving. And Billy, even though we said we weren't doing this on Tuesday anymore, but I left a little bit of room to talk about the Giants because it, I, I started preparing a little ahead of time. And God damn it. Since we're great. not doing TikTok, by the way, so I work overnight tonight, 11 to 7.30, and then I have to go back into work tomorrow from 4 to 11.30 at night. Fucking nightmare. So that's why we couldn't do the podcast on Wednesdays. Dude, I don't care about it. I don't care about it, man. This isn't my problem. I got, I got married one day and you get yelled at me about it. So I'm going to yell at you about it. Anyway, I'm good. I don't even want to talk about the giants basically is what I'm trying to say here because uh, they're bad. Danny dimes went from nickels to pennies at this point. So uh, my start here though, uh, on a brighter newt, brighter newt note note was the word I was trying to say. 
uh, is Miles Sanders. Um, other than that unfortunate fumble uh, that happened that actually kind of gave the Saints a chance to even like look like they were in the game, uh, Sanders looked like a stallion, the stallion that he is. Um, I, I, I'd have told you to play him in this game anyway, as the Giants are one of the worst run defenses, allowing on average, uh, I think over 100 yards average per ground game. Uh, and with Howard out, uh, I believe he's doubtful already. Uh, even with him in, I think Sanders is startable in all five of these upcoming games. Uh, and I have a feeling that he's going to be a top 10 uh, running back for the remainder of the year. Any fireball bets for that? I, I'll pass. I don't need to lose anymore. All right, that's fine. Uh, I will make some more. I'm only saying that this week, but that I one. No, no, no. To be on fair, it. that one, that one was that was a bit of a that was. A it would be you guys got to give me another cane, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I want. Some we did of those. make it through that. We made it through that cane. Is yeah. that cane gone? It, there's gone. like four left. Yeah. Damn, cute. there's made it ten of them in there. But all right. Anyway, uh, my sit here is all of the Giants wide receivers, even if there was one who has been performing or if there were any that could stay healthy, I would tell you to sit them all because they'd be covered by most likely whoever was the good one would be covered by the best corner in the league, which is Darius Slay. Um, but that might be the best thing for them, honestly, as a Giants receiver, because there is no clear number one other than I guess it would be Galladay who's going to be covered, which obviously you're sitting him. So one of them might break out against Steven Nelson, but who knows who that is. So you're sitting them all like, don't, don't get cute. Like in play Slayton. Um, I think Slayton hates his life right now. So, and then my stop here, and we kind of touched on this a little bit. And even Billy admitted this is stop sleeping on the Eagles, man. Uh, Should have listened to me in the off season, not trying to brag anything over here, but uh, uh, not only are the Eagles probably not a bottom 10 teams, they might also be a playoff team. Uh, and I, I knew this team had talent. I just didn't know it would come together like like it has in the last few weeks because, honestly, I, I, I had my doubts recently. Uh, but now they have five straight very winnable games and have a very easy path to the playoffs. And, honestly, they need to win like three of those games, four of those games to win the, make the playoffs, and it's pretty easy. Uh, but, of course, they still have to play all of those games. That's the And I've touched on that. Like They do have to play those. We played three straight or four. We would have had four straight wins if we – that. Chargers game that was pretty much a toss up would have won in our favor. So, and then to top it all off, the Cowboys are dealing with some injuries and have a couple tough opponents left, which we've already touched on. But I wanted to talk about it anyway because I was happy about it. So, I'm not saying they're going to win their division because that would mean the Cowboys would have to fall apart, which they've done. It could happen. And they play each other. So, that, I mean, if they won that one, that's at least I would, one. I would love to see that game to decide the division we always lose those though unfortunately but it with the way this team has been going lately i we have wide receivers now i mean we, oh wide receiver and i didn't think sirianni would trust his team as much as he does and he does now so no he decided to run the ball is all it is it's literally all it why is. do you think he wasn't running the ball i think it's because he did not trust his running backs because miles sanders was plenty he fucking good. hated miles sanders yeah, I, why? We don't really don't know, know why. So that's what I'm saying. I I like the Eagles now because going into the season, I thought Sirianni was a dope, and I didn't think that he would use his team properly. And, and to be fair to my logic, he was not. And now that he is, and the team is playing, I mean, the defense looks completely like dominant. Okay, that's the that's the biggest thing out of this entire thing is that I didn't expect was our defense to be this good. 
I didn't expect. I expected. I mean, the Slay second. is good, but like the rest of them, like at the the thing is, is like I'm projecting who's like because the Eagles are going to have three draft picks, so I'm trying to like project who they like even take. We get a second I, corner. I, exactly. It's like you know, you're not even. You don't even really need a D lineman that bad. There's a lot of good D linemen. Need a linebacker. Well, that's bad. We do need a linebacker, but and a still, D-lineman. whatever it. There is one D lineman I'm looking at for you all, but we'll see. They, we need it. You know, the problem is I thought they had a lot of holes. And they've had a lot of players step up to where I don't think they have as many holes. Well, Davy and Taylor stayed stayed in the wings for so long. TJ Edwards was a surprise. Steven Nelson was a great signing. Yeah, TJ Edwards looks great. Yeah. Yeah. No, we always have that like random linebacker who's been on our team for three years all of a sudden be good. Same with Davian Taylor. He's been, we drafted him two years ago. Like, I mean, he all of a sudden got a role. Like it's just weird how it works. But no, the right. defense... enough. E- we, 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 let's get off the Eagles. No, all you right. you did you see Tony's press conference? Who? Kadarius Tony. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I, saw, I don't yeah, discuss you, my plans with people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was really phenomenal. Funny. Hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I don't discuss my plans with people. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. All right, Joe. So let's go to Foxborough, um, where Tennessee is playing New England. Um, it's going to be cold, no rain. It's possibly windy. There is a small craft warning for the Boston area. Uh, so if you're out on a small boat this weekend, just be careful because that's that's out there. So it's choppy um, out there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Small craft warning. It's Jesus, all weekend. All right. So be careful. Be boys. careful of the chop. <laughs> um, Ryan Tannehill with four picks last week. I think he's a new Nathan Peterman. Can we, can we <laughs> go ahead and say that? Um, he had six in a game. I don't know. No, nah, you're, right. you're up to that right. level yet. Yeah, it was close. Um, Anyway, AJ Brown super iffy this week. Uh, they cut Adrian Peterson. We all fell for the Devonta Foreman thing again. Um, Hillard was the back to own, so Dontrell Hillard was the back to own there. Um, if AJ Brown does play this week, Belichick will do everything in his power to take him out. And even though Hilliard looked pretty good, I don't, I don't feel safe trusting that. I mean, obviously, if you don't have anything better. You can do it, um, but he was just promoted from the practice squad. But it's not the worst desperation play. Um, last week we had Marcus Johnson. He got injured this game, and now we're back to uh, Westbrook McKean. Um Tennessee's a mess. <laughs> they really My are. guy was in there, Joe. Speak on him. Yeah, Des looked good, man. All right. Well, he, he, calls, he caused an interception, game. but he also scored a touchdown. He he tackled. He held in that interception really well for that guy. It was great. <laughs> but he scored he a was. touchdown too. Yeah, he did. So maybe, it was funny. You texted a flyer on Des. You texted me that, and I go, "Yeah, he just really caught that interception really well for the other team." I know. It literally, like as I was tight, I sending it that happened, and I was like, "Well, he still scored a touchdown though, so it still makes sense." I'm happy to see. Honestly, I thought they cut him. So I was, he was on the practice squad. I I was shocked that they still had him, but um, no, him and Westbrook Akini or whatever. um, Seems a mess. It's a mess. Seems a mess. Let's go. Des new England's fucking rolling right now. Um, They shut out Atlanta last week. Um, Really any fantasy player on this team is risky at this point. Um, We got Stevenson, Harrison Bolden in the backfield. Aguilar, Myers, and Bourne on the wide receivers, and Johnu and Henry. This whole thing is a nightmare. Um, it's really tempting to do the matchup um, against Tennessee, but trying to figure out who on the Patriots is going to score is way more of a chore than I'm willing to uh, to undertake right now. So um, Tennessee's been pretty good against tight ends. Uh, Jayon Brown's pretty good in coverage. 
So my sit for this week is Henry, but really my sit for this week is all Patriots. All the Patriots. Oh, wow. Don't, okay. Don't even play that game. You could really put all the Titans in here too. I mean, this is not going to be a good fantasy game. Uh, but I do want to <laughs> start Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones has a phenomenal game um, this week. This should be pretty awesome. And my stop for this week is the Patriots offense. And it really is just choose one, choose one of these guys. They all look good. Stevenson looks awesome. Just give him the rack. Fuck Harris. Take him out of there. Why is how is how long has Brandon Bolden been in the league? It's gotta be like 13, feels like a long years. time. I think yeah. it's five or six, but it's not thirteen. That's not nice. true. <laughs> it, it seems like it's been so long. I'm looking it up. But... No, I'm looking it up. Oh, you're looking it up. Okay. I'm not looking it up. No, fair enough. Nope. See, New England has pulled a good team. They're they're a good yeah. team, but not good fantasy. I mean, really, if I had to pick, I like uh, I like Jacoby Myers. That would be my choice. If he Nine years. But... He's 31 years old. Yeah, he's, he's our he's our age. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck Brandon Bolton. All right, man. real quick. So <laughs> he's a great dude. Speaking though, as a guy who, no, no offense, has to start Damian Harris, you're telling us not to start Damian Harris. Exactly. That's <laughs> phenomenal. Not, it's, it's, a non- Pollard, it's a non-trust. Yeah, I would definitely start Pollard over Harris this week. Okay, well, I'll get on to one of my other just amazing matchups. The Jets versus Houston. So these teams both suck too. Uh, a couple of just you know, a couple of bad games this week, and that's fine because you can still dig some fantasy gold out of there. So my start for this game is, of course, Ty God Taylor. He's got to be in there for Ty sure. God. Yep. Rex Burkhead uh, and, and or David Johnson. And then... <laughs> Ty Johnson for the Jets. So the Jets are terrible against the run. Just God awful. So I think either Rex Burkhead or David Johnson, perfectly okay streaming options. They're not great, but if you're getting injured, say like Kamara goes out last second that you're not prepared. Or Michael for, Carter or, was your saving grace. Or Michael Carter was your, which I think if you, if, if hopefully you wavered Ty Johnson because he's the guy, he's the pass catching back there. If you feel, I mean, I wouldn't even bother. I would not Coleman. start Ty Johnson. I'm not going to lie. Against Houston, I might. Eh, I, might. I wouldn't. I mean, Zach Wilson's got to have some, somebody to throw to. Um, but those are my starts for this week. My sit is the defenses. So here's the thing. Either the defenses are going to be complete trash, and both of these teams are going to score like 31, 40 points, and you know, you're going to wish that you hadn't played either of these defenses, or I'm going to be completely wrong. And these defenses are just going to completely shut down the other team because they're a bunch of garbage put together. But I think between Ty God, Cooks, and Zach Wilson, if he can figure it out, he's he's got the receivers to definitely do it. I think that this could potentially be a high-scoring affair, weirdly, because these teams suck. Uh, my stop for this game is possibly stop with New York Jets pass catchers if Zach Wilson's terrible. Yeah. So Zach Wilson, whenever he's been in there, the wide receiver has been completely inconsistent. Corey Davis has been his favorite target and not been the favorite target of any of the other guys, which I think is very telling. But hopefully him and Elijah Moore, I mean, they looked good in the preseason. Hopefully they've got a little chemistry now that Elijah Moore is officially in there. Elijah Moore was a little banged up going into the season. Hopefully they can keep the gravy train rolling. But if 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 they don't in this game, they're not. They're not, period. So... Just stop with them. If, I, if I feel like the bad. only person you're feeling starting in confidence here is uh, Brandon Cooks, and then maybe Tyrod. Like 
Those are the only two, in my opinion. And then maybe Elijah Moore, pass catching Jets. Jets are 32nd against the run. If there was a one game where you're going to get something from these running backs, this uh, would be the game. It's hard for me to, like, in a a crutch time situation, to put in a running back of the Houston Texans or the Jets. It isn't Michael Carter. But you might not have a choice. That's the problem. I get it. I get it. If you have, if this is what you come to, please play them. And hopefully it works out. And Billy, it doesn't look like a sham. We'll kick him off the podcast. I think you'll right. be. I think you will be fine. I don't know if they're going to score a bunch of points, but I could definitely see Rex Burkhead getting a touchdown. I could see David Johnson catching like five balls out of the right. backfield for like. This might be yards, the first something like that. This might be the first fireball bet I lose, but I will say that the Houston running backs don't score a touchdown. Rex Burkhead and David Johnson, both of them don't score. Neither one of them score a touchdown. I will take that for sure. All right, I'll I'll lose that one next week just because it's Thanksgiving. I'm feeling generous and giving. Anyway, uh, now that we've get done with that fucking terrible game, I picked first. So get him out of the way. Let's get on to America's game of the week, which is uh, Green Bay and Los Angeles Rams. I don't know if they've actually done this. I don't know how they decide this, but if this isn't it, they're an idiot. So uh, this could very well be the NFC Championship game preview here, although the Rams uh, are coming off a bye and a loss and then hosting A.A. Ron. So uh, A.A. Ron, Mr. Rogers, did just torch the Vikings, and after that Monday night embarrassment, uh, it's it's going to be a pretty good game. So we should see a decent amount of Odell in this one, which should be interesting. I imagine he's learned the playbook enough to at least run some routes here. Uh, my start here is barring uh, Aaron Jones being out again is obviously A.J. Dillon. Um, but obviously after the last two games, you re- you're hopefully realizing this kid is good. And you already know the Rams defense is good against the run, but Dylan is going to continue handling that workload with Jones out. And there's really no one behind him. So not to mention his patch pass catching ability is phenomenal. And you're getting those extra PPR points. So I think you're at least getting 15 out of AJ Dylan easy here. Uh, if not, uh, he finally breaks one and does some good stuff. So he's a big dude, but he's catching balls up the backfield. My sit here is all Rams receivers, not named Cooper cup. I get it. You think Odell's, you know, learn the playbook. He's going to be good. And he just hadn't learned the playbook yet. And it was only three days. And you might be right. You might be wrong. But I think you're wrong. Uh, either way, Green Bay's actually been surprisingly good against wide receivers. As you see, these cornerbacks have been winning uh, games at the end of the game with clinching interceptions. So uh, I think it's kind of going overlooked because they're so terrible at drafting. Uh, but they're actually currently fifth best against wide receivers right now. Uh, and just side note about these wide receivers here. Uh, Cooper Cup is matchup proof. I hope you know that by now. Uh, my stop here is my stop here is Odell Beckham. I get it. You want it. I kind of want it. Like, I feel like everyone kind of wants it, but you're not starting him. You're not starting. Okay. Billy, this isn't about you. You're not starting him yet. I've, I've seen the projections, but 13, man, that's high. Like, that's not the, that's, that's not a good project. You know what a good projection for Odell Beckham here is eight. Like a, a solid eight, like a because you know what that projection means. That thirteen means that he could go for twenty or twenty-five. Yeah. And I don't think I think the thirteen might be spot on. He might get thirteen, six catches for seventy yards. But I four think for forty-eight his, sounds right. Okay, but I'm just saying that's his max, like ceiling. I just don't see it. And I get that he's an explosive player and he can do it, but you just gotta wait till you see it. I this is it's too risky right now with week week twelve. This is playoff games right now. I get it if you got it. I'm in a couple leagues where if I had Odell right now, I'd have to start him. Like I'm starting some pretty rough receivers in a couple leagues, but you know, honestly, I'm out of those leagues. So just don't start him if you if you don't have to. 
Seems right. Screw Odell. Screw him. All right, Joe. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go to San Francisco. Um, it's gonna be 65 degrees. Um, Vegas only has this game as a 48 over under right now. Um, as the Vikings and the 49ers go to battle. Um, these two offenses are absolutely rolling right now. Uh, Justin Jefferson's out to prove he is the top wide out in the league. Thielen's starting to jump off. Debo is absolutely steamrolling people. Ayuk is alive and being used. George Kittle is healthy and Dalvin Cook is rolling. What's not to like about this game? Um, I'm starting everyone with confidence. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, hopefully he plays this week with a broken finger. He really doesn't do much pass catching. Um, so I don't know why they sat him last week, but uh, hopefully he's back this week. If he is, he's a good start. And Jeff Wilson looked really, really slow. Um, so he shouldn't hurt Mitchell too much, even if he does play. This is my favorite DFS stack game of the week. I absolutely love it. Um, my star for this week is Elijah Mitchell. If he plays, um, I think he has a good game. My sit is really don't sit anybody. Um, I would say Tyler Conklin. If you're really debating um, someone in this game, I would not start him. And stop sleeping on Brandon Ayuk, man. Dude looks looks good. He's back. I'm excited to see it. That's it. No, oh, it's exciting. I, I really love that game. Yeah, that's true. Really I'm not gonna lie to you. I I disagree with Ayuk. I I think he's I think he's still a sham. I'm not I'm not I'm not convinced yet. But I will say that's a good uh, watch pickup too, as well. If you can pick him up, I would say him. somebody's probably picked him up by now. Hopefully, I dropped him in a couple leagues. Yeah, I'm, he's probably snapped back up. Okay, I'll get on to Cleveland versus Baltimore. So Sunday night football. Not uh can't say I'm looking forward to this one. Lamar should be back. Cleveland stinks. Very injured. Baltimore is not looking much better. I'm not going to lie. So I think this could be a, a toss up of who wins. If Cleveland's defense comes to play, it could be sketchy. However, my start for this game is Devonte Freeman. So Devonte Freeman has fallen in the end zone quite a few weeks in a row here. Now that they've got bell out of the way. Um, Freeman seems like the RB one there. He's getting a consistent amount of points. He's getting enough rushes. He's definitely the red zone guy. And even with Lamar there, Lamar's not rushing it in as much so that he's getting it off to Freeman. So Cleveland's given up two straight 100-yard rushers, so Freeman has all the chance to do it. Or Cleveland's going to completely lock him down. We'll see what happens. Uh, my sit for this game is Cleveland wide receivers. Just don't trust them. Baker's too hurt. If they're going to continue throwing Baker out there, I don't know why in the world you'd pick up and play one of their wide receivers. It's just not smart, in my opinion. Um I get that if you have Jarvis, maybe you think this could be his game, but he's hurt, so I don't even know if you can trust that. Um, you're definitely not playing DPJ. He's coming off an injury as well. Um, let's get to my stop real quick. So my... Quit getting sick, Lamar Jackson. What is this? Is it a dietary issue? Is it he had to poop again? Is it is it what you're is what you're eating bad? Do you need to cut out some milk from your diet? 
what is going on here? It, this is very suspicious. He gets sick more than any quarterback in the league, probably more than many players in the league. They said it's flu-like symptoms. I think you have to say that whenever it's even something, you know, where you're throwing up. Um, I I don't know, guys. What do you what do you think is going on with Lamar Jackson? Why is he sick all the time? To quote the late great Tupac, maybe he's got sickle cell or something. <laughs> I mean, at this point in time, maybe. And the thing is, is like he's getting sick too much. It's very strange, and I personally think it's just. He doesn't know what to eat and what his body can't handle. Like I, some I don't people know. have really poor diets and literally live off chicken nuggets and French fries. So I mean, here's the thing: I'm he, curious if that's it. He had COVID twice now. He has, and he's going into it. And he missed that time all at the beginning of the season and stuff. And he didn't look right and stuff. I mean, there's. I don't think he's fully healthy. I don't think he has taken the time to recuperate his body. And, you know, you've, you've heard about like the long haul COVID um, symptoms and everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean that some might people still haven't regained their sense of smell and it's been like a year. Right. Like that, and that could that be one of the things happens. he's dealing with. And he just hasn't given his body enough time to recuperate. So you think COVID has treated his immune system like a pinata and that is what's causing Basically. all of those problems. Yes. Okay. All right. So not to bring them into it too much, but uh, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson in their first 15 games are very, very similar. And I just wanted to bring that part up. But in general, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson has gone from that top MVP performance to just straight down. So I agree. I have to agree with Joe. So basically, I'm just agreeing with Joe while bringing up the Eagles. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. Like, why would you? uh, God damn! It was a fun stat that I found out. Your mic. No, 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 no. no. You know what? If you guys don't like it, had nothing to do with anything. You literally just want to talk about that one. That one for sure didn't have anything to do with anything. It did. I really appreciate. There is some fun stats, but I don't have them in front of me. I unbelievable. Just get onto your game. Oh, am I up? Yes. Then there's not Eagles, so it has to be a different game. Uh, so. New York Giants versus the Eagles. All right. No, Jesus. All right. Speaking of uh, the Eagles, that they, they play against this team in the division, uh, Seattle versus Washington. And so I'm calling this the icy hot game right now. So Washington is super hot right now, and Seattle is freezing cold. So uh, two straight wins for the football team. Uh, and Seattle has now lost two straight since Russell Wilson's return. Probably way more before that. I wasn't really paying attention when Geno Smith was playing. So now maybe Wilson has been rushed back or maybe he's just shaking off the rest. But after playing two tough defenses, he will be happy to have a Washington's mediocre defense here. I'm going to, I'm going to wait for my, my start here. So uh, I just want to let you know, before I get to the rest of the things, my, just so you know, you, you start the relevant players on Washington since I, I won't mention them really. Uh, I actually do love me some Deandre Carter as a sleeper start right now. Uh, he's actually had himself a role recently. The only thing that's scary about that is Logan Thomas has come back. Uh, so his role may decrease, but honestly, Heineke is a phenomenal play as well. Uh, not only this week, but honestly weeks in the future. Um, so, but in general, Logan Thomas, I think he'll, will take over that DeAndre Carter role. But like, if you're super desperate at wide receiver, I think that's awesome. Uh, my sit here is Seattle Seahawks running backs. If you haven't noticed yet, Alex Collins just isn't that great. And it's not his fault. The offensive line is near the bottom of the league. And without a healthy Russell Wilson, it was a tall task in general. 
but I envision this, I envision this being more of a shootout kind of throw by throw uh, for the majority of the game. So until further notice, I am sitting Collins and Penny, neither one of them. Penny, Penny hasn't panned out as we talked about earlier in the pod or the last one, whatever. Uh, but yeah, just don't, don't play Collins here. I know you want to, I know it's going to look great on paper, I just don't, I think you're risking it. I mean, I think there are other risks, like there are worse risks, but don't, don't do it. And then my stop here is stop rushing people back from injury when you're way under 500. There's no reason, there's nothing worse than just having your best player injured and add in the fact that there's turmoil and he's probably leaving. So when Wilson came back within four weeks of what was supposed to be a six weeks, six to eight week absence, I believe, uh, you wonder why he hasn't played well. Like I know there is, always a mounting pressure, you know, to get your stars on the field and health. But personally, I think their health is more important than the game or one season. I mean, I get it. It's your, probably your last one with them. But anyway, bringing me back to the start, a little flip-flop here. My start's Russell Wilson, man. I just feel like there is no way that this man does not find himself a few touchdowns in this game. He's got Lockett back involved, and Metcalf will find himself a, a little bit of a game here as well. I don't think you ever really sit Metcalf and with – Wilson back, you're obviously starting Lockett. Uh, but I don't think Seattle can do much with their record, but those wild wild card spots are open and they need to win this game to even really have a chance at this point. So after seeing Wilson's worst two performances, I think you get his best one this season. Honestly, he really wasn't even good before the injury. Uh, it was, he was okay. It was like, you know, you, d- you didn't get what you were drafting at that point. I mean, maybe you did for the draft order you got him in, but uh, I mean, I just, I just, have to remember he's playing for a new team next year. Uh, and he does have something to prove a little bit, like to show that he still got it. He wants to go to a good team. He doesn't want to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars or something. Not that they're going to replace uh, Trevor Lawrence, but uh, Pete Carroll just, you, I mean, you know, he doesn't run the ball. Like what's he going to do? Like he didn't do that on the one yard line. Was he going to do it for the whole thing? So just to seal it even more 300 yards, three touchdowns, Russell Wilson, this game. Done. I love that. Nice. If you got Wilson, you're starting him this week. Yeah. He's got to work out of it at some point. You start him over Cam? No. No, actually, I got him next, which is great. So, no. All right. All right, Joe, finish out yours. All right, guys. We are going to go to Denver, where my favorite thing about this game is it's going to be 70 degrees in Denver on Sunday. So, that's that's, that's pretty wow. cool. That's a beautiful day. That means we should be getting some nice weather here soon. Um, so that'll be nice. Um, we got the Broncos versus the Chargers. Uh, so the Chargers are back on track with the fantasy savior, Austin Eckler. Uh, Justin Herbert's starting to get his stuff together. Um, I think I think this game is going to be a really sloppy divisional game. Uh, it's at 47 and a half. I do not think it gets there. Um, but I do like the pieces in this game. So no offense, my guy, this week. The Chargers give up the second most points to tight ends. Uh, Sutton and Judy have really good matchups, but I, I still think Tim Patrick is just the apple of Teddy's eye. He absolutely loves him. Um, so I'm not too high on the wide receivers here. Keenan Allen has always been really good against the Broncos throughout his career, so that's something to keep an eye on. It must be something about their jerseys or just, I don't know. He always eats them up a little bit, so... I like Keenan Allen here. Um, I'm sitting Mike fucking Williams. I'm tired of that guy. (laughs) Um, Really, and uh, Javante and Gordon continue to split. I like Gordon more in this game. I I do think he is the preferred pass catcher of the group. So 
Um, I would say that Melvin Gordon probably has the better game here, but uh, I'm kind of tired of that one as well. So we're going to start Melvin Gordon. We're going to sit Mike Williams and my stop. I, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good stop. stop Mike Williams again. Yeah, How do you keep him. ending up with this? I feel like you had Mike Williams last week and you said to stop him last week too. I don't know. And then Lang tried to trade me Mike Williams. Just, ha. Did he actually try <laughs> to send it to you? He sent me a trade for him like a couple days ago. I sent him Miles Gaskin, and he said no. So, is what it is. That's fair. Not nobody wants Miles Gaskin. I don't either. <laughs> Whoa! Actually, before I go on, do you want to hear a weird thing about Miles Gaskin? So yes. every odd numbered week this season, he's gone over ten plus points in fantasy. Every even number season, he's busted out for less than ten points. Is this next? This How next season even? weird I, is that? I actually. I so know he's going to be a bust this week. And next, like it, it's it's at the point where it's like suspicious, dude. Weird, weirdly, he's doing it on purpose. All right, I gotta, I gotta get. Does it Carolina, not Miami. feel like it's it? I don't, it's not on purpose, obviously, but it is very odd that it's lined up that way. Very, literally, not to, very not, odd. Not to not to cut you off here, but I'm going to go ahead and get to Carolina, Miami. Cause uh, oh okay yeah I'll go last. I, it just it just kind of works here, but uh, yeah go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just skip my little preview of the game, and I'm just gonna go to sit sit Miles trash can. Like I I called him a start last week, and he did. I didn't even know this, but uh, yep, that was his chance. A good week, and he was kind of just okay. Oh, look at his game log. It's weird. It's we. I'm very going to now. Weird. I didn't realize this. It's is very great. weird. So Carolina has a pretty stout run D, and I just think he's just going to sh- get shut down. Take the ball away from. Uh, they just shut down Gibson. I assume they're going to do it to Gaskin as well. So uh, his pass catching is his only hope for a big deal. But like, I just I would rather start a McKissick or a Drake at this point. Like in my my eyes, which is wild that you said this because like I was really just staring at this when you said that, but. Uh, anyway, so back to the little preview of the game. Weird. Weird. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Weird, we just showed right? us the thing on the TV. Yeah, anyway. I just showed them. Woo, good for a podcast so anyway. when you can't see it. <laughs> anyway, Cam, is, component Cam is fucking back. Like I pulled a jersey out, man. It's still sitting on my chair, man. I'm not putting it away until it's fucking over, man. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he did lose. Um, but you know what? He looks fucking great, especially for fantasy. Did you see the the meme where he was ripping apart the L? Yeah, well, that's, that's the cam experience, right? There. Anyway, but uh, he's great for fucking fantasy, and you're starting him. It's great. For further fantasy. notice, unless won me my first game, defense. my first game that I won in a season that was zero and ten. You can have more time if you'd like, because honestly, that was wild. And he did basically eliminate Allen from the playoffs, which is the worst <laughs> part. All right, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was. Close too. I mean, if you would have started a shittier quarterback, you probably would have lost. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I just this is what I was talking about when I said that teams were missing out. I didn't see Geno Smith, Davis Mills, Brissett, Simeon, Colt McCoy, or insert some average starter here. Like I didn't see any of them doing this. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying for the team. I'm saying for fantasy, and I'm saying in general. Like Cam made it a game at least. I mean, it wasn't great, but he did make it a game. So. Uh, short story cam to the moon. I don't know what that song is. I was actually trying to look it up. I still don't know what it is, but it's like a wedding song. Now take me to the moon by Fora. It's a wedding song. People play it at every wedding I go to. I film weddings. Fun fact, 2017. Uh, anyway, um, that's when it came out. 
So unfortunately, it was against the Jets, but you know, or Miami on the other hand, Tua looked good, and it was against the Jets. It's, it's rough. Sorry, I've been I've been a little distracted on this game. Uh, game everyone got involved. Uh, Dolphins have won three straight but I think this is where that streak ends and they just play terrible teams. So my start here, other than Cam, you're playing him, uh, is Robbie Anderson. Unlike Darnold, Cam likes to throw the ball here to everyone and everywhere. I think this is the game that Anderson gets a big one, gets loose and against a, media, a mediocre secondary. I understand Xavier Howard's back there, but back-to-back six target games and Cam's looking his way should, should result in a decent game. I already told you my sit. It's Miles Trash Can. You're not playing him. Please don't ever do it. And my stop, my stop is back to the Eagles. Bro, I liked our top 10 pick. Leave it alone. You're not good. Stop winning games. You're not You're not going to the playoffs. Just stop now. I get you don't actually get anything out of this pick, but it doesn't matter whether you're ninth worst or fourth worst. I want the fourth, so just fucking chill, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Fair enough. By the way, were you talking about the pinky rings up to the moon? Like, is in Bruno Mars? Ring to the, is that is that what it is? Yes. I was trying to look up the song. Is it Good Bruno job. Mars? Pinky rings up to the moon. Yeah, it's played at every yeah. wedding. Yeah, it's Bruno Mars. All right. Well, okay. my apologies once again. Not up on pop culture, but that is played at every single song, and you're not special if you played it at your not wedding. shocked. All right, on to the last game of this slate: Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati, the other AFC North battle. A lot of a lot of AFC North implications on the line this week with Cleveland also playing Baltimore. Uh, my start for this game, I'm starting everybody. I, I don't see a player on this team that I don't feel confident in, and that includes Patty Fryermuth on Pittsburgh. Maybe Cincinnati's tight end Uzama, who hasn't really been as involved as he has been um, earlier in the season. But I mean, tight end such a crapshoot this this season. If you don't have one of the top guys, then maybe you have to throw him in there. Um, my sit, the only person I'm possibly thinking about sitting, as hard as this even sounds, is Higgins. And it's only because they've phased him out a little bit from scoring the touchdowns. Uh, he's gone five straight games without a touchdown. He was also hurt a week in there. So six straight weeks without a touchdown. And maybe you don't feel confident in that, but I feel like as soon as I say that, it, it's going to be a Higgins game this week, and he's going to he's going to burst out. I don't really have a stop for this game. My only stop, I think, I would say, would be stop hating on Big Ben. He's old; he can't move, but he's getting work. He's getting work done. Cincinnati's defense hasn't been very good these past couple weeks, and Big Ben's shown even when he played the Chargers that he's in for a shootout. So. He's still passing dump-offs to Najee Harris. He's also passing to Claypool and uh, Deontay Johnson. And he's got Firemuth for his little end zone uh, passes. This should be a good game for DFS as well, in my opinion. But I think it'll be a good game. And so, fun fact, you were right, which I don't know why I didn't just ask you about this, but 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. That song is played at every single wedding ever. It is a, and it's a recent now. it's no, it's a recent thing too. It's like the last like year. It all of a sudden is played at every wedding. Yeah. I don't really know what that's all about, but you know, it's, it's, it's one of those like kind of late in the proceedings songs where you put it on, you know, towards the end of the wedding to the moon. Yeah, exactly. It gets yeah. people on the dance floor. That's when you, that's one of those songs. I'm you not going to lie to you. I could tell you every song that you shouldn't play at your wedding and every song that you should, because I've been to too many of them. 
Yeah, well, stop with all the silly songs at the weddings, like Chicken Dance. Nobody actually wants to Honestly, do I'd rather listen to Chicken Dance than uh, Dance With Me or whatever. Shut up and dance with me. Yep, that song is the worst. That's And nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm going to take next week and I'm going to give you a play-by-play of wedding songs that you should never listen to or you should be angry at when you're at a wedding and then it comes on. All right. Well, write that down and we'll get to it next week. All right. <clears throat> have a Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't just have a Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Um, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, well, hopefully you get some good food anyway. That's that, that's perfectly fine. There's hey, plenty of... For hey, all I our... used to be the guy that goes to the Chinese restaurant after Thanksgiving because we don't do dinner. We do lunch. So I would sometimes go snag some Chinese food at night. So there's nothing... No hate on that either. For all, your, for all our European listeners, I apologize. Uh, this is American holiday, and you can join in, and you should, because it's a phenomenal feast. Look up Thanksgiving meals. They are fucking delicious, man. Turkey, mashed potatoes, Turkey is stuffing. I'm a, ha- I'm a ham. By the guy. way, Nico, I hope to God that jersey makes it to you, man. Dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Time out, time out, time out. We can, we can take this time, because I don't think anyone's going to listen anyway at this point. But you're going to tell me, sitting there, in your orange shirt, that that turkey's trash. Yes, it tastes like chalk most of the time. It's fucking chicken, dude. Like it's, it's a f- no, God no. Like, you can make a good. It, it's very hard to make a good turkey. You can make a good piece of chicken. That's what that's don't you like easily. about turkey? It tastes like chalk. I mean, Why? it's dry as hell every time. So just your, no offense to your mom. I don't. I don't know, mom. I've, I've tried. No, 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 it's not my mom. Know how it's to every make turkey. turkey I, it's every turkey I've ever had. I've never had a good. Is turkey. that like one of those? Maybe things dark where you have the, of the turkey, cilantro. Is that one of those things that where you have the cilantro soap taste thing going on? Because like, turkey's fucking phenomenal. No, it's not. What the? F- I'm a dark meat guy. Get out of here. Well, it has to be. It has to be the dark meat. That's the only one. That's the only part of it that could even taste good. But the problem is, when everybody goes for dark meat, suddenly you don't have anything left. On Nobody the goes for dark meat. No one's excited about the dark. You're meat. telling me you really go for the white meat of the turkey? Yes, absolutely. No, you, you know what, honestly, I, what you I are the is, minority here. What, You're in the what minority I, here. No, I'm not. I will eat all of the turkey at all times. What I do is I eat the dark meat. Okay, especially if I'm making my own turkey, I go for the dark meat at the meal because it's hot and stuff. And then the white meat makes great sandwiches. Yeah. No, nah, I do. I do ham. I don't fuck all that. I don't get me wrong. I'm actually making the ham at Thanksgiving, but I no, will probably go buy it. I will go for the ham because I can trust the ham and that's fine. I don't ham, care. I, I feel like ham is just one of those things that's kind of like, okay, it's ham. You know what I mean? Like you eat ham whenever. I never get yeah. that excited about ham. I never wow. get excited about ham either. Thank I you, see that. I see. I see the turkey and I immediately am like duck out of the fucking way. So like, but you've never dunked your turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and just fucking eating that maybe I, with a carrot I on the end. I promise you on my entire life that's never happened. It's never needed to happen because turkey's trash. Dude, turkey, I've had plenty of turkey. Gravy, all trash. three of the things together, like a fucking just, I just honestly mix the whole plate together, stuffing involved and whatever else is on there. Get some green olives in there, man. Okay, no, no, no you lost me, Joe. We were doing good. No. <laughs> oh, turkey's trash. All, all right, anyway, fuck, f- date, D- uh, Davis, I almost called you Davis. Billy doesn't get to have Thanksgiving. It's it's not. Really, happening. Neither does Davis. No, I like I like the stuffing. Get the mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. Mac and cheese is a dish, by the way. If you don't like mac and cheese, some oh, it was uh, I think it was Joseph Tryon or uh, no, it wasn't Tryon. It was some random defensive lineman who said, "Get that mac and cheese out of here. That's not a Thanksgiving dish." And I was like, "Oh, 
Who the fuck oh, doesn't like thanks- mac, it's, mac and it, cheese? It needs to be there just in case. Because if somebody fucks up all the other sides, you have the tried and true. All right, what about green bean casserole? There. Love it. I mean, it's yeah, but mushroom supreme. It Honestly, the fact I know excited. you'd like it, Joe, but the fact that you like green bean casserole, I'll I'll let you slide on the whole mac, uh, whatever fucking turkey situation. Also, I'm clipping this and we're posting it tomorrow. Oh, turkey's trash. All right, so follow us at Offensive Points. Come yell at us about turkey opinions. Uh, follow at Josh Hall STL. Follow at OP Economist. Follow at Ombre Vendor. Come tell me if you can make a good turkey because I don't believe you. Um. Go follow at the IDP Army on YouTube. I'm sure that's going to switch to semi-pro fantasy pretty soon, but it's not yet. So go follow us on there. We post clips from this show and all the other shows, including all of Jordan's shows, on there. I think that's all I got for this week. Joe, get us out of here. Eat your turkey. Don't be 